the JP and Carl podcast. Welcome back to the JP and Carl podcast with your host, Carl. My name is JP. It's your boy, Max. And th- today we are talking about a whole bunch of subjects. But before we even get into that, uh, boys, how was your week? I feel like I haven't even talked to you guys all week. Yeah, I know. Um, the weeks are <laughs> constantly hectic, man. Just between work and juggling a few other ventures. Just busy. Busy is all I can say. Just busy? Yeah. How about you guys? The week for me has been okay. Went to a job interview. Hopefully that comes through. Oh, I'm f- finishing my um my final details with um, getting insurance for my car. So oh, I know that's been a journey for you. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting. You know, uh, yeah. I know that's been uh, <laughs> this dude. I never heard of. I've never heard of somebody's first uh, being charged like what seven hundred bills. Yeah, it was seven hundred. <laughs> for car insurance. For what? I, I I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was either. But it was OB. What did you do? Because <laughs> it was it was his first time applying for car insurance, and then um, he was and like I, telling me, "Yo, Carl, like uh, this place is charging me seven hundred bills." I was like, "Yo, what? yo!" I was like, "That stressed me out." Him <laughs> saying that, I was like, "Yo, I've never heard of anybody pay seven hundred bills for car insurance." So I was just like, "Man, look at look at look at that." <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> there's there's somewhere cheaper. There's no way. Yeah. No, I mean he 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 I found he found something like. Way, way better now. I'm just like, man, I had to help my guy out because I was like, that's OT. Yeah, I, was I was like, no way, was, man. Wow. Can't suffer with that. I L. thought I was bad at like 300 at one point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was paying that much too at one point. But thankfully, I just, I just like pretty much play the insurance game. I just keep <laughs> comparing prices. I literally played months. them. I was like, call Progressive. I was like, listen. You guys are charging me too much. Oh, and they were like, okay. oh, yeah, you know what? You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and they dropped it by like $150. Oh, please. Yeah, that I'm makes like, more sense. Okay. Amen. Fine, that I'll stay. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Amen. Easy. You know, uh, I would say my week was pretty, uh, I'd say pretty hectic uh, between working and like preparing stuff for the podcast. Yeah. Just life stuff in general. I mean, as a, we're all working adults here, it's just uh, been just non-stop just a week you know <laughs> just a week non-stop and you know i'm sure that the the work that we do in general just mad aggie especially working with other people oh. <laughs> just people just ask you things during the week and you're just like why are you asking me this <laughs> so, so that's just been my been long my meetings bunch of meetings <laughs> zoom meetings reason. everything is on zoom now just just headaches and nonsense just that's just what it's been but uh I feel like, you know, through the week, uh, just watching some interesting takes, uh, watching interesting people on YouTube and various media sources. Uh, one thing that caught my eye and I think caught the attention of many other people was uh, the Kanye West and Joe Rogan interview. That was uh, a good interview. It was very, good very interesting. If you could sit through it, it was a very good interview, a very good listen. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it was really intriguing because it was just Kanye West and, you know, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, two big people in media, period. Right. I would say it was really intriguing because I think for the first time in a, in a very long time, uh, I was able to kind of get an interview and where Kanye West can just speak without it being something to do with, like, a, his wife, uh, something 
you know, wild to the masses that he his said. Music. His music. It, yeah, yeah. it really was just about... It really gave us, like, a, a good insight into who he is and who he's become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, think, I think there was no shenanigans in on that um interview. It, w- it wasn't about getting the next scoop into, exactly. like, the crazy thing he's going to say. It was more of an interview of, like, I want to understand what he's saying. And I think that's why a lot of uh, celebrities or people in general just like going on Joe Rogan's podcast. Because he lets you speak, like, and then he guides you, like, he asks you questions, like, uh, to help you get to where you're going with your thoughts. And and that's why that's what Kanye really needs. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, obviously, he's just like going all over the place. But for Joe Rogan to like really sit down and like ask him pinpoint questions about what he's saying, so that he can give you the proper answer, that Mm -hmm. was really important. And I and I like how uh, Joe Rogan wasn't baiting him. He wasn't trying to. Right. That's the thing. It's always about. For uh, he said it too. He Kanye himself said it to Joe Rogan, saying, "This is the first interview where he doesn't feel like somebody is trying to get back at him for something or have this like ego contest." Because that's not what it's about. If you you're doing interviews and interviewing people, you're trying to see what they're talking about. You're really trying to get to to the point of the conversation. Yeah, it was it was a it was a good conversation. He felt safe. He felt like he was being listened to, and mm-hmm. that's like key because a lot of people don't feel like they're they're being listened to. Like, you hear them, but then you don't listen to what they actually said. So yeah. you didn't feel like you were demeaning him. So it, it was very good. I liked it a lot. Very interesting. And um, I really enjoy how Joe Rogan's style, period. I have, I have like, I, I recently got hip to Joe Rogan. Yeah, you, you recently got hip to him. Yeah, me um, too, actually, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I just oh, got wow. hip to him. And I, when I compare him to other people I'd watch conduct interviews, not to say they're bad, like, I'd see, like, Charlamagne or Joe Budden. Um, Angela Yee, uh, um, Angela Martinez is a, is a good one, a very good one. She, yeah, she really is does good. good with musicians. I think she's another very safe platform that I think serious okay. like musicians like to go on when they want to interview. Uh, but Joe Rogan's style is so good because he's able to just reach someone who from all platforms. You can be a musician, you can be political, you can be an athlete, you can be a, you know you can be from any walk of life. And I think he just brings like a a very calmness and a very uh, strong demeanor in a sense where as long as you're being transparent with him and open about yourself, you can say whatever, even if it's like he, wild to other people. What's yeah. crazy too is he that condemn you for the type it. of person he is, he doesn't judge. No. Yeah, he tries not to. He doesn't judge no. anyone. So you already go, you don't, he doesn't come in with any um, preconceived notions of mm-hmm. like who you are or he really just comes to understand you. And he, he, he doesn't fill an agenda. He, he, right. He's not here to, for agenda. He doesn't work for nobody. He doesn't have to. I think he just does it because he, li- like, he yeah, likes he, it. He, at he, likes, point. he likes he's not doing it. Yeah. He likes understanding people. And I, I wish more interviewers were like this, period. It doesn't, oh, um, it's, it doesn't typically sell. Yeah. They're not. <laughs> the quote, unquote. So. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, my thoughts on that interview are Kanye West for president? Hell no. Obviously. <laughs> you know, I think I think he just confirmed <laughs> in my mind, just like for everyone. I knew it just was a hell no, but after that interview, hell no. And I say that just frankly because when asked questions, just basic <laughs> questions, like just like, okay, you know, if there's like conflict here, how would you handle the situation? Kanye West clearly never thought about that. Funny enough, some of his responses reminded me of Donald Trump. 
and oh, how he okay. responds to stuff. Yes. Like he he'll just say something along the lines of, "Oh, you know, I don't know, but I have people that I can I can go, go to, to, to to get that <laughs> yeah. answer." Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm yeah, like, I didn't repeat that. No, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Elaborate like, on that more. Like, I I like, even the funniest that. part was when he closed his eyes and he asked. <laughs> he was oh, asking God for guidance. I was like, "Wait, hold on, what's going on here?" No, he blanked off for me. He just blanked off. He didn't have. He didn't know what to say. He was like, "Oh." I think it was the first time he thought about it. I think he... It, a lot of those questions he had never thought of. And I, and for me, it's kind of like when they say, like when you're a kid, you say, I want to be the the best basketball player on the planet. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, that sounds great for me to be from here to there, but you don't realize the amount of work and and, and like <laughs> attention to detail yep. and like the mental preparation, Ambition. the physical preparation, exactly, that goes into it. You just say like, oh, I'm just going to be a ball player, but you don't realize... All the steps it needs to get to that to that to that goal, and when even when you get to that goal, all the work that it entails to maintain that. And I think uh, Kanye <laughs> just never thought about it. But I will say, uh, given how he breaks down situations, uh, how he breaks down thoughts, how he breaks down uh, uh, society, I think people like him are necessary because I think. As someone who can engineer new ideas, he's a visionary. I think he's he's he was born to do it. I think, I believe, no matter what form of um, walk of life that he decided to he would decide to do, mm-hmm. he would be successful in it. Okay, that, that that's, that's a, fair. That's I, a I fair think he would be. I think that's a fair statement because <clears throat> his, his ability to just uh, engineer ideas out of the fly, even though it sounds wild. I think even for music, let's use his music for example. 808 is a heartbreak was wild at the in 2008 I want to say when it dropped but then that is the sound of hip hop today exactly. but that was wild even even um the song with, with the album with blood on the leaves um Jesus oh yeah that sound is the sound like artists like Travis, Travis Scott, and, yep. and like artists today use heavily so even when it was wild then when he dropped those yeah he's, those he's always ahead of his time musically he's, he, he's he, a he sacrifices himself Right, he gets the slander at the time, and then and then people ten come years copy later, it. he's a genius. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I agree. He's funny. So I think I think his ability to uh, engineer ideas. I think again, he could he could be successful. He was going to be successful no matter what path he took. And I'm an I'm an engineer. Like I study engineering, <laughs> and like to listen to some of the ideas he had for like societies and stuff. He had, he had, he was going somewhere with it. He was. He definitely was going, and it's something that we really need to think about that I don't think anyone's really given any thought to. Or even care to give thought to. Or even to, care. You know. Well, uh, le- let me go back. You said um, it's a hell no for you for the president thing, right? Yeah. For you too, I would agree? Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> no, honestly, I would say if Kanye got the power that he thinks he's going to get as a president, he would address every issue as a regular person and he would want actual change mm-hmm. but he doesn't understand the three branches right. so he would get checked on so many things he would feel like I can't get nothing done he would then have respect for people like Obama Bush that's even what, Trump mm-hmm. that's what people don't understand about the presidency you as a president you still don't have that much power don't. yeah you only have like You're the, you know what I'm saying like you can only do so much yes. you're, you're, you're fighting you're fighting the lawmakers yeah you're fighting corporations, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're fighting uh, people within your own party, even, yeah. and you're fighting a whole other party. And to me, it's like it's, and then it's crazy how how much um, 
how much uh, crap they gave Obama. People tried to give Obama in his eight years. Obama and Bush too. Bush too. I mean, you know, we don't. Even though the media has formed us, has formed an idea. It's kind of like this: when the best player wins the chip, when when the team wins the chip in football, right? The quarterback gets all the credit. That's a fact, That's right? A fact. Unfortunately, <laughs> gets all the credit. And all the blame when they lose, <laughs> too. If they lose, too, right? No one says, like, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, his receiver, you know, fumbled the pass and the other guy caught. They're like, no, they lost because he threw it into. There's no context into it. Yeah. So when you're the leader, unfortunately, that's why even now, segueing just a little bit, even now, like Trump, uh, the, the slander he's getting, you're the face of what's happening right now in your administration, in your country. So all those branches of government are still under your administration. Right. So no matter COVID crisis, money crisis, everything, no matter if it's not your fault, it's unfortunately, you. you're the face of it, yeah, even, and you're gonna get you're gonna get the blame and the responsibility. Even if you inherit like a bad economy, after two years, a lot of people don't know this. After two years, it's yours to hold, bro. If you haven't changed or make strides try, to, yeah. to, to make it better after two years, whatever you say, it doesn't matter. It's yours. Yep. And um, I think that, uh, you know, and going back on um, Kanye West's, like, you know, intuitive genius, I, I think that for society, he has great, great plans, great ideas. I think that he can still enact a lot of those ideas without being without the president, president of the United States. Well, my fundamental issue with Kanye is, like I was saying earlier, he gives galaxies too much. What's a gives galaxies? A gives galaxies is pretty much like someone you're having a conversation with. They'll throw out six, seven, eight facts at you. And then, you, and then you're like, all right, let me go from the first thing you said. And you're trying to explain it and rebuttal that, and then they'll be like, you know, they'll throw out eight more at you. So yeah. it's a back, it's, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's constantly... That's, that's exactly what Joe Rogan had to do. Because yes, he would like to... spit out three or four things in a, in, a, in a sentence, and then he'd be like, okay. He, he stu that stood back, and yep. he like, okay, exactly. so you said, you said this. Let's talk about this. Yes. And then he allowed him to like expand on everything he said on that point. But yeah, he's always like he's he runs on these riffs constantly. Yeah, he does, and I, I think it's because his brain is constantly thinking, constantly moving, and that's why. And again, it goes back to why I think he would be great in anything he would do because I agree. it's you can see Joe Rogan's face; he was fascinated. Yes, oh, he yeah. was. With, oh, yeah. like because yes, imagine was. interviewing somebody like that. Like you just allowing him to because preconceived notion would tell you Kanye's a whack job, crazy, right? Crazy, but just. Giving him the opportunity to just explain his ideas out on in uninterrupted was very fascinating to Joe Rogan. No one's done that. No one's done that. No, no really, no that. one has. I done watched that, that three hours. Like no, it I was nothing. It. No, it, it, it was no, good. It was, was good. It was captivating. Fascinating. Like I've gotten a new level of respect for Kanye in it. Not in terms of him being president. I was just like, man, he's wild. <laughs> Especially when he's in the shower saying he got it from God, and I'm like, oh, actually, <laughs> to touch on what you said about about. Kanye and president and his and the presidency, I like what you said that he would bring a more human aspect yeah, to the would. president. He would. I think that's important and that's something that we can't unfortunately get from any president that we that we ever. I, I would I would say that the person who was supposed to be the uh, the the exception uh, exception was Trump, right? Yeah, Trump ran right. as a populist. He ran as a populist, right? <clears throat> but. I think what happened was, I think what happens to a lot of people who first be, have want to become president is they realize that I'm I'm in this office now, but 
all these things are preventing me from doing yes. anything that I wanted to do. Yes. So I have you naturally just conform to, to whatever, whatever yeah. you know, your party is. You know, I think people run a certain way and then eventually it, you just become a product of your environment that like now Trump is the most conservative of... Cons- it's so crazy how people like don't like even his people in his own party don't realize like yo trump is like as conservative as like their republican god like ronald reagan <laughs> like he's mad conservative like he and it's crazy how they're like oh no he's he's like you know whatever they want to label him as i'm just like bro he's as conservative as conservative gets like he, i don't think for example, the people they want to put in that place, like Mitt Romney or whatever, and you, could be you more conservative that, than him. You saw that change gradually. Oh, yeah, you saw it. Gradually, like, he just started changing. He's wild still. He says a lot of wild things. He says but, what's on his mind. Which is what you appreciate about him. Yeah, you him. appreciate that. You so appreciate about him. He's genuine in that, but... But... I don't know, appreciate so, it. I don't know if I appreciate no, it. No, I appreciate it because it just tells me who I'm dealing with, honestly. If that's if fair. I, if he's not fake. No, he's know, not fake. He's not fake. He's not Dave Rubin fake. Oh, yeah. That, and that's how I was going to get there. See, that's good, that's good that you brought him up because, yo, Joe Rogan can't stand Dave Rubin. Yeah, Joe Rogan can't stand Because Dave Ru- Rubin, and it, this goes back to, like, why I like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan doesn't even care if you're, like, I won't say if you're a neo-Nazi. I don't think no, he's no, like he'll, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he won't yeah. let you on this platform. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, he doesn't care if you're Republican, moderate, whatever. Just be yourself on how you express your ideas. Because an idea is an idea. At the end of the day... There's no right or wrong idea for the most part. You understand? It's right. especially when it comes to you're all just want a better country. Yeah. So just even though your you... ideas are different, you're just going about it differently. Yeah, it's your approach. Yeah. Some people don't agree with your approach. And I think that the reason why he can't we know the reason why he can't save Dave Dave Rubin. I've been saying this for hours. It's because now. this man is just not transparent. This dude was a Democrat <laughs> two years ago, like a hard leftist, like you know, save the earth, you know, save the oh, earth. And like today, he's like spend oil and like <laughs> like he's so he's so he's wild so like a clown. Fake. Yo, he's so fake because he's only doing it for bread. <laughs> and you're just like man, because if he can be, I don't know if you're aware of this guy JP, but like if he can be friends with like Kyle Kuznick and Ben Shapiro, two people on the opposite ends of like uh, political commentary, yeah, then like opposites. But you know, somebody said that you can have friends. Or acquaintances that have different political views and still be able to, sure. to get yeah, along. You know course. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, yeah, you if you're mature enough to understand, like at the end of the day, <clears throat> you just have a different belief you want, yeah. on how you want something to be. Like, for example, I'm gonna use a lot of sports analogies on this podcast. That's the okay. best way for me to do it. It's like, for example, is there a is there a one way? Is there one way to become a good three point shooter? No. There's not just one way. I'm sure there's many ways you can become a good three point shooter. But, but just because we approach it differently, it doesn't mean that your way is better than my way. I feel like there's definitely certain certain steps that are concrete that you have to take. Yeah, of course. How you, how you take those steps or get to those steps may be different in, in some way, but no, I, I get what you're saying. It's all up to perception on like how, what you believe to be the correct, the correct way. I, I, don't, I don't think... You know, as long as like no one's like dying or you're not hurting anybody, I don't think that. Yeah, as long as it's ethical. Ethical. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I I don't. But but for me, honestly, um, um, my my answer on the Kanye thing for president, I said yes, but it would be a good. um, No, no, no. The reason why I said yes, no, because like I said, no, 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 no. To his core, I think he just he really wants to address the issues and tackle them. 
but it will be a good reality check for him because some jobs you think are amazing, you go into them, but when you get there, you realize you're the only one actually doing any work. You're just like, yo, what, what is going on? So you want Kim K to be the first lady? I don't want Kim K to be the first lady, no. I don't say anything about that. <laughs> hey, they let, they let Trump's wife be. Um, you know what? I'm Thank you. No, you're right. No, you're right. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's a fact. And you can argue she might be worse, but... Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. You're right. Right. But all in all, you know, it was a very interesting, uh, very good. Uh, I wish more uh, conversation. I wish Biden and Trump went, went separately on, his, they went on, his, on their on, on their podcast. Yeah, because the three hours, I think that's plenty of time for you to explain all everything to uh to the audience. That would have been great, honestly. The Joe Rogan, like I think a politician, they need. I don't think that th- those hours, <clears throat> that that hour long debate on like Fox News or CNN mm-hmm. or wherever they're doing it at is enough time to even really understand what they want because they're just doing it for the sound bites. Yeah, but and they're not you challenged know? too. No, not they're at not all. Challenged. Not at all. I think that uh politicians in the future should go on his podcast I agree. and I agree really, 100%. you know, and don't go on like, you know, oh, I'm going to go on Sean Hannity on Fox News because he's a conservative <laughs> and the other guys going to go on like, you Hannity know, CNN. Is a clown. No, like, <laughs> I think they should be going on a neutral place like Joe Rogan who has a record of just Opening up the diverse field of like you know politicians or people and ideas, and I think that would be a great place for like future politicians to go and just give us what they think uninterrupted. But they won't do it. No, they won't. They, they, they're <laughs> no, they're no. cowards. Yeah, they're cowards. They won't do it. They're cowards, and they're bought by the corporations. But you know, conversations for a whole <laughs> other day. <laughs> but but uh, I guess we should move on, right? Uh, another thing that uh, I we found interesting that we were watching throughout the week, the past two weeks, was. Uh, the social dilemma. So my girlfriend, you know, one day when I was working, she hit me up and was like, oh, my fiance, Uh-oh. she's in the background correcting me. Uh-oh. My fiance. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> my fiance uh, hit me up um, when I was doing all my overnights and she hit me up and it was like, it was like what, 8, 7.30 a.m. was like, this is crazy. It like, is. you need to watch this. And I'm telling you guys, you need to watch this because yeah, yeah, this yeah. is crazy. You don't got Netflix before they raise the prices. Get Netflix real quick. Yo, the, yo, the fact. I'll watch that. But, yo, okay. I'm going to send Netflix in real quick. The fact that this documentary kind of proves why they would increase the prices of Netflix because yes. they see it's a need. Yes. And then they're because like, they're, they're, like they're going to they're they're gonna, gonna pay, pay for it. For it. Anyway. They're going to pay for it. They know we're going to pay for it. Right? I'm canceling Netflix. <laughs> They're not going to play me. <laughs> but this is a much-watched documentary, and um, I'm going to let um, JP and Max take the floor because I know you two had a lot to say about it. Um, and where do we even begin with uh, man. this? Uh, like, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, no, it was... it was. As we kind of talked about it before, I wasn't really surprised. Yes. I kind of knew that some of this stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. But to see people, tech industry professionals, talking about it openly, it oh, became like it, it became so real. Like the thought that there people are constantly watching you and just getting responses out of you unconsciously was crazy. Personally, for me, I think it's the biggest mind control of the human race I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, there's never oh. been a time oh, yeah. that ever something like seen. this has happened. I've ever seen. They were able to get. Um, it's like they were able to use the tools of the evil scientists in Nazi Germany 
and like how they use that propaganda style to control a population, but now they can just do it globally through your phone. Wow. That, that's really what it is. Like, and, and I found it fascinating because maybe we're going a little ahead of where we're going to go anyways. I found it very fascinating because at the end of the day, they, there was a part in which they said if they can create certainty, then, they, then pretty much for the most part, no, if you can create certainty, then you can create profit. Certainty in what? Certainty in a sense where if they can control how you think. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wow. If they control how you think. Oh, wow. Think about it. How you think, then it's certain to sell. It's certain to it's certain to get you to react a certain way. And it's crazy because it's not like they're doing it all in one jump or one go. It's no. gradual, Gradually. small small responses that Signals. they're listening out of you. Like, constantly. Just the, notifications on your phone popping up. You just... On your phone. 20 and th- minutes. And this is something I felt for a very long time, right? You feel it. But to see it, again, come to life in that documentary, you're like, wow, this really confirms a lot of what I'm already feeling already. Um, and before we even get to that aspect of it, I want to ask you guys a quick question from one of my notes. And I think there's a clear answer, but um, everybody's open to have their own opinion. Okay. Uh, do you think there's a clear, especially after watching this documentary, a clear correlation between mental health and social media use? For me, yes, definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. I have to agree. You agree, right? I yes, agree. I agree. And, and I've been seeing it for a while. And you know what? It, I think, unfortunately, it's affecting the younger generations more than Gen anything. Gen Z. Definitely. Um, but at the same time, like as they were talking about a documentary, they can tell when somebody's depressed. Mm-hmm. And they push certain things, like maybe it's a antidepressant drug or something for you to take or something that you buy. Some product that they're trying to get you to—is that a good thing? That's not a good thing. <laughs> that's say, that's an awful like, thing. Because that just sounds like they're catering to the corporations, the pharmaceutical companies. Well, of companies course, that, that's that the advertising. Country. That's, like, you know aver- that's the advertising yeah, they're that, using yeah. <laughs> to get you to. You're the product. Crazy, crazy. So they e- they even want to profit off your depression. That's. Cr- I mean, we know this, but yeah, that's that's this. insane. That that it's just it's like the pharmaceuticals, Google, and 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 just everything around marketing to you is all working together so they all can make bread yeah, off of your pain. Yeah, because <laughs> if you look at the commercials, like they'll give a commercial for some generic drug on whatever and they'll tell you all the side effects. Real and, quick. But, but that's background noise <laughs> to you, though. That's just become background because you've heard it so many times. You're just like, why do I need to take this pill to feel this way? Like, oh, you can go talk to a therapist and the therapist will give you a pill to take. So it's kind of like they don't want to. They 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 are not in the business of curing. They're in the business of prolonging. And that and, to me is the issue. And to dial us back, right? It's it's just thinking about. We know social media being on that. It's just best example I have is. Early college, if you had any type of like okay, not even early college. Let's say in our early childhoods. Mm-hmm. Someone who did plastic surgery on their body was looked at like, yo, this person is like really crazy for doing that. Issues. Now it's so normal. It's too normal. It's too normal. It's it's. I I and refuse to accept that just... mentally that that's normal. Like when you go on when you go on the the shade room or the Hollywood Unlock or all these other sites, and they say like, man, look at this girl serving body goals, and you like just. Like natural body goal. Yeah, like, lying this too. is like, plastic. What, you... <laughs> what are you talking about? What is natural about this? What are you saying? They what is it? BBLs now? Yeah, like what? It? I was like, I'm just like thinking like, yo, the mental gym and, and then the you the the, the the comment section, all these people fawning over fake plastic. I'm like, so 
that's going to make you insecure. These young ladies insecure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're thinking they need to look like that. And it's like, you realize like they paid to look like that. They're not real. But you're going to put in your mind a constant pressure and constant insecurity in your mind that you need to look like this. And that leads to all types of insecurities, depression, um, feeling inadequate enough, etc. Based off just what you see on your social media profile profiles. But, but that's their every day. And, and even in the documentary I was looking, there was a part where this, um, this little Asian girl was looking through her phone. Bro, she went through like eight filters before the picture was acceptable for her. And then when she posted it, and she got like two, three great likes, and then one person disliked it purely off of jealousy, and then she was touching her her, her, her ears. I'm just like, what exactly? Is that is that serious? But is that serious? But is that serious? What what is? You look perfectly fine to me. But but it's because honestly, I realized it's because. We grew up in a world where we weren't glued to our phone all day. Yes, yes. That, you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's fact. We grew up in we grew up in a world where we we didn't really fear. Shit, I played sports. I went outside. Saying, we went I outside. ran around. I rode bicycles. And like... especially you come on directly. You both come directly from the islands. Yeah, yeah. So you guys yeah. definitely know, <laughs> like yeah. you know, what I'm saying, like it, it's it's not the perception of what you see online isn't everything for you. Yeah, but exactly. The perception of online for these kids. That's all they know. That's all they know. And that's what I'm scared of. That's, that's the that's that's thing I'm scared of. Yo. I instantly thought about my niece. I'm just like, I will personally, I will reinforce to her, but like, that's all fake. You, you know, you look fine. You look and it, my, it, my sister tells my niece every day when she comes home, she she, she calls her daughter beautiful. Every day, like literally. When and she that's, comes that's home. a very key point too. You can have your kids. Kids can have their social media. They can. I, I believe, obviously, in in, in certain ages mm-hmm. to start doing certain things. Mm-hmm. But it's it's all about balance. Yeah. And it's all about parenting. Yeah, at parenting. The, at the head of it, that, you have yep, to be parenting, a good yep. parent. I can't stress that. I, I can't stress that. I don't understand. I I just can't understand how people just let everything else raise their kids. That's a fact. That Be- is besides a themselves, fact. I don't preach, I don't man. get it. Preach, preach, that is preach. a fact. And, and I get so mad because because you'll be hearing like um. A little bit of segue. You'd be hearing like a lot of parents be like, "Oh, oh, why did such? Why did Jason um become a school shooter or whatever? Oh, is is those darn video games always oh, the movies? No, no you're just a terrible he, parent. Who's watching Jason? You're just a, you're just a terrible him? parent. Let, let's just keep it above. Who like, cared enough to to see what he was doing and what he was looking at exactly. or to have a conversation with his kid before no, something that's happened? That's never happened. I think what was key in my development is as my parents would clearly state, this is the reality of the world. This is what this really is. This is... Get your video game, get your TV. No. This is what it is. You understand? And when you start to understand, like, this is what it is, mm-hmm. I believe that's what is lost on Gen Z. They don't understand what this is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the separation between um, Gen Gen Z and, and our generation. Uh, I think that these kids today, their parents are so busy with everything that they're doing, everything that they're that they're preoccupied with, they don't have time to raise their kids. I'm trying to figure out if it's... Is it harder for the parents now? can't be. It can be, right? It can't it's, be. That's not an excuse. They're preoccupied. It mean that it can't be. I feel like they look for things to justify not being, not doing what they're supposed to do. I, I think it's this. I think it's easier. It's Think about it. Is it... I can still look like a good parent in my, my kid's eye if I... Them buy them that one want. system, right? I buy them that one system. You get the games. And I just, every year, buy a new games until five years later, a new system come out, get the next system, right? Versus, hold on, hold on. Versus, I have to buy your bike, 
right? Help you build it up. <laughs> Supervise you go outside while you're on that bike, right? Because a kid can't just go out on his bike. And right. this day, I mean, ever, I don't think you're going to let your seven-year-old go out in the street by themselves on their bike. Mm -hmm. Like in a neighborhood you're not sure about. Yeah. Uh, Supervise when they come back. Probably get a bike yourself so you can go teach them <laughs> and ride with them, right? So it, it, it's like... It's what's, it's what's easy. It's what's easy, easier. right? What's easier? I play video games with my kid or actually doing something like going and that's sad like you know what I'm saying? That's and that's sad that's really sad but that's, that's but that's the reality sad. of um of our time today no, you know I, I mean honestly like that's why like personally because i was born in 1991 i never felt like i needed this i always told myself because because i came from haiti so electricity wasn't 24 7 so i i know how to live without electricity i always told myself let's say like we the internet just crashed and we don't have any of those communications. I know where all my friends live, so I'll just go to their houses. We'll make a plan and we'll be and, and we'll be good. I can survive. I'll, it'll take me like a little bit of time. Not the kids today. I can I can survive without <clears throat> without this. Like I really can survive. But I know some people who will literally lose their shit without their fault. It's kind of nuts. And I'm not gonna lie. I I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and say because I'm the generation before Z. I'm not gonna lie. I know how it feels when you leave your phone at home. Yeah, or even that, anywhere, yeah, you feel you. like it's, it's, you, it's like you left a part of you somewhere. <laughs> We've like, been programmed crazy. to feel that way. That's crazy. Like yeah. think about it. At, 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 in like certain instances, your phone is more important than like your wallet. Oh yeah, that's and your right. phone can that's, be your wallet. Phone, I don't even have my wallet anymore. I, I just I take either. my phone. I just my <laughs> license, I use Apple I leave Pay half the time. I'm just like tap tap. That's not. I leave my license in my car and then like literally. I just have my phone. I, mean, I don't need yeah. cash even. Yeah, okay. yeah, is it convenient? Yeah, it's convenient. A quick but what's convenient is always good for you. Correct. A quick segue to what you said about um communication. Like if if everything was to go down today, you'd be able to talk to whoever you need to talk yeah. to. Now let's talk about how social media has the good things that it has done. Mm -hmm. yeah. It has been able to connect people from all over different parts of the world with each other. Mm -hmm. So we have to think of it. It has some good, and it obviously has some bad. Yeah, it's a tool. Like, everything, like everything it's else. Not. It, it, but it but is, is a it tool. a tool? It but is a tool. tool. Yes, or, or it's it, a tool. It, it, it's supposed to be a tool. It's supposed it's to be. Its intention is a tool, right? Its intention is a tool. You're 100% right. Its intention is a tool. Mm -hmm. But it kind of seems like this tool has taken on a life of its own. It and has. it controls how we think and how we behave now. It we does. don't control the tool anymore. So we're not using the tool. The tool yeah. is using us. We're the tool. That's what it is. <laughs> and, I, and I found something that was very, very interesting, what they said in the documentary. Um, there's only two instances where the word user is used. I it's, saw that It's too. when it comes to be drug use, like using a drug, and when we're using technology, like we're oh. a user. And I found I, that to be so I interesting. Addicted. That's, and it shows you like... Because it's addicted. It, was that always the intention to show us like, yo, you are a user of this, you are addicted to this thing? And it's kind of facts. Like, can you... Can you can you reasonably, without someone not telling you, go through the whole day without looking at your phone? I, without no. somebody telling you, without I, I can. You know I can. Like no. if I would know, if I wake up tomorrow I and can. I tell myself that. No, no, I know. This is what I said. No, with, without, without without thinking about without it. thinking about it. Would you not look at your phone? Would you not look at your phone? I can't, bro. No, you can't <laughs> because can't. they already they already <laughs> built that in you. <laughs> they, gonna, they, what did the guy say? Do you do you check your mail? On the toilet or before you or before in bed, because there's only two answers to that question. Because oh everyone, goodness. as soon as you wake up, you check your phone, you check your email, you check the messages. That's terrible. It's bad, That's but it's terrible. it's what they've already conditioned us to do. Yep. 
They conditioned us to, it's so crazy. It conditioned us to, it used to be like your break was, it's on my computer. That's our generation. Yes. It's on our computer. When I get right? home. When I get home, oh. I will check my emails and stuff like that. Now it's like, yo, the, when I can tell you when my if my computer breaks, right? I can just go a year, two years without a computer. I really can. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I don't, it, I don't miss a beat because everything, <clears> this <throat> is more important. I'll upgrade my phone three or four times before I think about buying a new computer. That's insane. Right? That's true. Think about that because we, I need it with me at all times. Because you're addicted. That's <laughs> so we. I am. Like, well, you're, you're I, am. Like, I can't I am. fathom that. We we I are can't. addicted to social media and our technology. That's a fact. Like if you if you dispute if you dispute it, you're that's cap. Because no no you no, no. Personally, are. for me, I don't think I'm addicted to it. I mean, yes, I'm. I'm that's called phone. denial. No, it's yeah, not denial. It, but it is I, denial. I will survive without the phone. Listen to what I'm saying, though. Right? Do you, you do you know anybody's phone number in, in the top of your head? Can you a, a few people maybe a maybe ten? Ten. Mm, I don't think you know ten. Not no, even, not know even ten. ten. I know because I, I got a, a memory like I'll remember phone numbers. But if you people don't know, if I ask if if I was to ask my girlfriend what my phone number is, <laughs> she probably don't know what it is. Like she got to check the phone to just say oh call JP kind of thing. Like people don't memorize stuff anymore. Everything is in the phone. Yeah, because nah. it's built for you. It's convenient. And that's what it is. A, a tool that was supposed to be convenient for us has now become a way of manipulating how we think, how we feel, how we act, um, just about how we conduct business on the day-to-day like uh, notion. Just everything about this technology, social media, th- th- socially, just tech, this technology made by 50 people <laughs> controls everything about us too, too, too much to, to, a, to a very strong degree. What's crazy is that how is social media and, and this social dilemma, how is it not even social? Because there's no social aspect of it in a sense because yeah. we're not really, we're communicating, but we're not, no. we're not getting com- that social we're not, we're, no, fix no, we're not even, we're, in a sense. We're not communicating. We're, we're, what we're getting is short, like, um, so, yeah, short spurts of like confirmations on certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for example, you'll text your girl, good morning, she'll respond to you. But you can take that text anyway. Oh, was she mad when she responded to me? That's crazy. She, I know. I hate that. that. Yo, that's happened to me a lot. No, no, no that's I literally happened to me a lot. That. I don't like that. We're, we're so crazy now. Like, literally, we're so crazy that we can read a, a words, right? Good morning. And we can decipher. Maybe it's an amazing thing or maybe we're crazy. <laughs> it's half and half. I think it's half and half. That we can decipher, man, she's tight at me. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That good morning just seemed very like pale, Blah. but you add like a heart to it, right? It says everything. It says everything. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Like the thing about it, that is really fascinating and crazy how we pretty much created our own language within language. Yes, and it's like, yes. and just we, we can read body language through words or how someone's feeling through words or our perception how we're feeling. feeling. Yes, I it's agree. insane. Like it really is insane. <clears throat> How a heart and a smiley face can really change the whole concept of like it's, it brings context to the text, and that's why it's so funny seeing like older folks, right? Like if I text my mom good morning, she just write oh good morning, right? Mm-hmm. I know that's my mom. She, she doesn't mean it maliciously, right? She doesn't mean like oh a sour good morning, but if I text like let's say my fiance or like you know my little my little cousin Adasa like. Based on how she responds, I can tell what her mood is. Mm. But yeah. the older generation, don't even, 
They don't think about that. not even there. They don't even care. They don't know that that's a thing. They don't (laughs) even know that's a thing. Exactly. It exists. So it's very fascinating that there's the separation and divide in how we view the media platforms in general. But, you know... And it's all generational, too, because the young generation, they have a slightly different... uh, means of communication than we even do stuff. Oh, yeah. They do things that I don't ways. understand. No, let, no, let, no. Crazy this, for me. this to me was when I realized I was just getting old and I'm not going to keep keep up with the, with the generation. I, it got to a point where people didn't even like type in full sentences anymore. They just go for like VIP. What what does VIP mean? I'm just like, bro, what does, like, you, you're you literally having to ask the younger generation what specific words in certain Acronyms, ways yep. means. It's like, bro, you guys can even text like the full the sentence anymore, yeah. bro. That is that's that's crazy. Like IMO, like you know how long it took me to figure that out. IMO, yeah, IMO. In my opinion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's definitely there's definitely a few little acronyms that I didn't. I was like, yo, I, what, what is this? Right, like, I, yo, it would drive me nuts. I'm like, what is that? And I, and I started to realize in context. Oh, in your opinion, I'm like, all right, you couldn't write that out. Like what? That was like an extra three seconds. To Yo, <laughs> Apple has predictive text now. I don't. It yes. doesn't take that long. Don't get me started. Autocorrect for you to, autocorrect, to do that. Autocorrect has me typing the craziest things, bro. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. H- how do you guys feel about pretty much? And this goes into media. That's why I hate media. But it's like it goes into now. It's to a point where they can make you feel how they want you to feel about certain like things going around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, how they they know, like for example, the facts. Mm-hmm. Facts, misinformation is just spread to make you believe like this is actually factual. It's all fake news. It's all fake news in reality. And I understand why Trump keeps saying it over and over again. I know, I know. It's really facts. It. Like there's so much fake news or for example, like uh, something that I read this morning on on a on a on a media site that clearly is here to spread drama, right? I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> you guys don't know it, but they're here to spread drama. They have the audacity to say, they have the audacity to talk about, oh, like, you know, if celebrities do certain things, that's not on us. You know what I'm saying? We we just report, you know, what you guys do. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you guys like to leave out a lot of things. Report, like, the scandalous part. And then when you get the context <laughs> of it, you realize it was never that deep. Or, if anything, if they they say they don't play sides, but they clearly do, yeah. it's like, to protect your favorite figure, you definitely remove, like, context or pieces of information to highlight them in a certain way to make them look more exonerated than they actually are. So, when they say media manipulation, <laughs> I found out very fascinating how... Even like the most basic of media sites, through through you know, these social platforms, they have a very strong way of like controlling how people think. And there's no such thing, especially in this newer generation, of like actually fact checking, not just reading not a screenshot <laughs> or reading a meme, but like really going into it and saying, okay, even doing my quick Googles and learning when we were kids, like, okay, this is what a good source is yeah. and what's not. Something basic like that that takes you two seconds to do. Instead, they just run with this is the fact, spreading all this misinformation, and people just. It's crazy because the headline is just whatever 
the fact is whatever headline I see. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, I read yeah. it. Oh, that's that's got to be true. Imagine reading. Pa- imagine writing your papers. Like yeah, you just writing anything. You yeah. Know? <laughs> imagine writing your. Imagine imagine seriously writing a college paper based off you. Say, you need ten sources. You just get the headlines and then that's it. You just use that without even actually reading and annotating if it's re- even a good source to begin with. You get a nice F. Yeah, sure. <laughs> It's so crazy. That, no, I mean, in the media, they have a saying that goes, if it bleeds, it leads. The craziest statement I've ever heard in my life, if it bleeds, it leads, what does that mean? It means if it's scandalous, if it's wild, if it sounds insane, we're going to we're gonna press it. We're going to press for it because we want the eyeballs on it. Who cares I mean, that's if, human who, nature. Who cares if they don't And if you think about seconds. it, too, like, no, like, even if it's on not factual news... If they had to re- like retract that statement and come out with it, they're still getting the views. Yeah, it's absolutely. all about it's the all engagement. About, it's all it doesn't about matter like, if they have to take bread, it back. It's all about the bread. Don't That's fine. It's about the bread. And like, it's sad. And it's just so interesting that even when you are quote-unquote getting the facts, you're not even getting the facts. You're getting you're, their facts. You're getting their opinion on like, for example, I can go and read an article about how 2 plus 2 is 4, but then I can go somewhere else and say it says two plus two is four, but question mark. And you read the whole article and they'll say, like, you know, no, nothing to prove that it's something that else. Not, yeah. That they'll just say, like, you know, I feel it's five because um <laughs> in this era of like, you know, math, it changed because we feel <laughs> using words like this, we feel, or it could have, but it's like, no, no, this is either a fact or not. And 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 just live in a society where people will take that and will argue with you based on how they feel. That's like, one thing I like about math. Math is... Oh, math is what it is. Like, exactly, it is what it is. Like, yeah, you can't like play with it. Like, that's it. Math is it. like gravity. That's you the, jump, you're gonna... You're that's gonna why crash. I love math. That's why people try to... People just play and... with words and they, they twist them around. If you don't have the full story, it could be anything. But going back to the, the documentary, there was a quote that um this guy called Shama... Shama, I can't say his last name. You're butchering, you're butchering. <laughs> Tapi or something like that. He was like the former um, VP for Facebook, like the former Google VP. He said, we, we cure our lives around the false sense of perfection because we get rewarded in short signals. We confuse that with, with actual value and truth. What it is, is a fake, brutal popularity, um, popularity contest in short terms that leaves you vacant and empty before you did it. And, I, and for me... When I heard that statement in the whole documentary, for me, that was the whole documentary. That really was the whole documentary because I was like, people do that and I don't understand what is the goal. Because What is the goal? I understand it's about money, but personally, as the the user, what is the point in you doing something like that? I don't get it. For the user... For the user, it's to just keep feeling good. It's a a measuring stick on feeling good. For the company... There you go. For companies, it's genius. Yes, because, oh, yes. And, 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 and the reason why, I, the best way I can think about it is Instagram. It's like, for the companies, it's like, is there a cap on how many likes you can get on a photo? No. <laughs> then, like, they, then they removed the dislike I thought button. they wanted to take take down the like button. Too. No, they, they were, no, they they were never. The like that's, that's cap. When I heard no, that's no, cap, yeah, I was like, they were, they were never, never going to do were that. Never, they were never. They were never. It's like, is there? there's no limit, right? Mm-hmm. Which means that, there's a limit on how much. There's no limit on how much love you can receive. Oh, exactly. Love, 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 right? So, if if JP gets two hundred likes, I get fifty likes, mm-hmm. right? If I'm like a, a, a social media <laughs> herb and, and I don't you know calculate that you have more followers or just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't have common sense, but if I'm a herb, I can be like, damn, people love 
JP more than I love you. What's wrong with me? <laughs> that's really how people feel. But that's, that's how so people s- feel. That's so dumb. <laughs> no, but, no, but, we, but I, we know it's stupid. I think the three of us know it's very dumb, but the fact of the matter is you think about a 10-year-old or a 9-year-old or a 7-year-old. And if that is a behavior that is fostered since they were a kid, as I was a former, you know, I used to study these, you know, um, ABH. Yeah. That's something that you can be an adult and really think that's how the world works. Like, damn, I'm this girl got 500 likes. I got 100. Damn, I'm ugly. I, but, I would be a liar if I sat here and said I I didn't operate in that way because okay. I I no be be truthful. Yeah, be I'm a, I'll be, be truthful. Book. I'm pretty addicted to like Instagram, like because I I used to I post uh pictures of like fashion and stuff. Mm-hmm. So obviously if I get like a hundred likes on a pic, mm-hmm. for a hundred likes for me is like I'm happy with that. Yeah, okay. but, but, but if that, I but get that, fifty look. likes, I'm okay. like damn. <laughs> or or I look at another Instagram um, influencer and I'd be like, man, he got like seven thousand likes. Like, how is he doing? Like, what am I doing wrong? What is wrong with me? Like, literally, okay, no, that's no, no. how that's, you feel. No, no, okay, no, but here's my question. My question is like, okay, so the hundred like for you was what the number that you set in your mind is the acceptable. Um, likes that you're like, I'm, you, I'm cool. You, yeah, you, you're I'm, I'm straight. So if it was one like less, you failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's od. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that's I get it. OD, and I get it, bro. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, because I think I think everybody has in their mind a threshold of. How I'm like, man, at least at least a hundred. At least a hundred. At least. Then you never. Then then you never stop. But think about it though. Guess what happened? But it's funny though. But guess what? It is. It is. It's exactly because think about it. Once you get that 100 consistently for a year, then you want it's like two. A, you're going to want two. Yeah. You're going to want three. Then when you realize, like, the moment you reach, like, for example, a day you reach, like, 300 likes on the photo, that is your threshold now. You're like, damn, I got to be able to yeah, do Yeah, you got to keep beating You got to keep beating what you is. did before. And guess what? To you, it's like, damn, people love me more. I'm getting more love. I, 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 It's filling me up. It's making me feel happy, right? You know, based on, like, you know, math that people can't do. Sometimes, like, <laughs> you can't get 300 because if it's, like, if you have 600 followers... Um, the, the hashtag engagement can only do so much. The for likeliness you. of all of your followers liking your picture is like hard. Yeah, nothing. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So, my thing is, is that, and what I, and what you realize is, is like it has more to do with how much people like just rock with you as a person versus like what you look like. Anyways, oh yeah, and, and, and you <laughs> being genuine too. It's not even. Like, that's what's so funny. There are people who can post like a wire and get a thousand likes. And somebody can post like a fire fit and get 50 likes. What does that say? That wire is more attractive than you? No. <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? No, like, no, no yeah, I get what you're but saying. No, it, but people will take it as like, wow, I'm so irrelevant that a wire, you know, gets more attention than me. That's how that's, people think. That's where the depression, the mental that's health where comes depression, from. That's where depression and other stuff comes from. Uh, I can't do that. But no, but that that was really big you admit that because like, yeah, honestly, was, I think yeah. even me, I've been there. I said, like, damn, I got 20 likes. I had a start, Back man. In the I was day, like, man. I was like 20 is, likes in, in college crazy. when Instagram was first, like, I was like 20 likes? Damn, I am trash. I'm just not going to post. <laughs> like, I'm just not even going to post. Like, what's the point? Like, I'm, I'm not going to post. You know what I'm saying? I'll just, you know, pretend like I definitely I, this is corny. That. I, I hate know. Instagram. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old fashioned, <laughs> but personally, I get more of a joy when people I honestly care and admire gives me a compliment on how I I look. But that's why the comment oh, section yeah, is fire because then you get you get straight you get likes like, and comments and comments. And, oh, my <laughs> no, and then you get likes on the comments. <laughs> I could never I could it's never crazy. do that. Not for me. Like like for example, I remember a couple of years ago 
when I was um when I when I started working with Carl and everything, and I started dressing differently, and I remember I dressed a certain way. Carl was just in shock because he's like, "Who's dressing me?" And I was like, "I just dressed myself." <laughs> and he was just in shock. He was like, "Cause he knows how I used to dress and how like my transition happened." And that to me was good because it, it just showed that I was growing and I and I understood. I understood his his one great genuine reaction is better than me putting on. But that's but you know what? That's how it's supposed to be. But unfortunately, we're not programmed like that anymore. That's not good enough. We prefer. To get the random likes from people that we don't know. From strangers. Yep. Just because once we, we hit that number. Because we reached in our mind that, oh, our friends are supposed to just like... Yeah, they, like yeah. us, they like us anyway. I need I need <laughs> the validation <laughs> from these people over here. Because like they don't know me at all. <laughs> so they got to really like me to like my pick. That's, uh, I don't know. No, yeah. Don't it's know. it's I mean, really it, crazy. It, I'm, and um, final thing I'm saying on this is like, personally, I've always felt like... Because cause like I said, I was born nice night. I've always felt like the, I always had a disconnection with some of the females of of the younger generation because it's like I can't I feel like I can't connect to them oh, they because love I, it, because bro. I can't they I can't like I'm not on Instagram or I can't do it so I can't do that I can't have a conversation with them like in for example if I if I'm talking to someone I don't have anything to say because I have nothing to say so um, media wise but when I start talking about more important things like um Maybe, for example, like getting a house or this, that, and the other, they find that that as boring because they don't know anything. They, they don't, don't have they, that they vision. That they don't know. It's just like, why? Oh, man. That's so, 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 so we, we can't have a basic conversation about like growth? There's no they high, can. I think, for a guy, right? For As a guy, speaking as a man, there's no better high that when you post a picture back in the day, I, I'm, you know, I'm practically married now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're practically married. But no better feeling back in the day when you post a picture. You get like 300 likes on it, right? I'm, I'm being truthful. <laughs> you're in the phase. I, I feel like when you're mid-20s, early-20s, you're in the phase of just being your prime, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, the comment section is full of females saying, oh, <laughs> you look great. <laughs> you look fire. You look wonderful. Like, yeah, damn, like, da-da-da. You put a fire. da 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 But, like, not even in your DM. Out for the public to see, like, yo. I rem- oh. my, my fiance, I remember... My remember she when I was on on Facebook, me and my boy Keith, we posted pictures together. Mm-hmm. Even she was in the comment section. She was like, "Oh, you guys look so handsome." Da 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 da. And other people were commenting in the comment section. So it's just mad funny, like how the high. I because I, I, I get what you're saying. I get it too. That high affirmation is so much more powerful than like you know you know Kathy or like you know Max telling me at the time. I mean, real like at the time saying like you got a nice wow. fit like. Of course you're gonna say that. Like, yeah, but you would be shocked. But you would be in shock if you're like, "Oh, you look crazy." Yeah, I'd be. I would say, back in the day too, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I don't know." What you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah. I would, I would, I would literally used to say like, but social media thinks I'm fire. So <laughs> exactly. I used to say that. I mean, I guess. I'm fire. I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh man. But yo, but moving on, yo. I mean, honestly, we. We went so many tangents, but I like this conversation so much. So I think that uh, all in all, the social dilemma, just watch it. Yes, it's, it's so good. Yeah. It's just watch, watch it. Um, it's a must watch. Uh, it just shows you how uh, marketing corporations and media work together to pretty much dictate how you think, feel, act, just so you can spend more money. Yes, exactly. And I, and it's I think all about the money. It's all about the money. At the end of the day, it's all about the money. But even for me, it's like the CEO... Oh, that was being interviewed himself was like I caught myself doing this and he was just baffled how the thing he programmed is 
controlling he's him. Controlling him. Yeah, the like, guy from bro, Pinterest. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Controlling him. What? And females love Pinterest. They be scrolling through that thing all day. I never go on Pinterest, but like I know females, fiance especially, scrolling right through it all the time. Right through Pinterest. Probably on it right now. <laughs> but uh, but uh, moving on from this, um, something that we just want to hit it home with something light. Uh, there was something I was seeing on social media a couple for a couple weeks. That goes back to the social media thing again. Yeah, it's everything is about social. I feel like this podcast we're gonna be drawing a lot of things no, no, to social but, media. But, but, yeah, but continue we, to I as much as we know it, it's harmful. We still love social media here. I don't want my ass, but I know I still enjoy social media. I'm not gonna be cap here. It's a tool. I, it's a like, great tool. It's a, it's a tool. Um, but anyways, you're saying, <laughs> who do you guys? Who would you guys drop? Right, mm-hmm. vocally, not album wise, because I already know who I drop album wise. <laughs> but vocally, who would you drop? Right, mm-hmm. Trey songs. Chris Brown, Usher, and Jamie, Jamie or Jamie Foxx. Vocally, I drop. I would honestly vocally drop Jamie Foxx because I see. What? No, let me let me explain. Let me explain. Okay, okay, okay. No, let me explain. The reason why I say Jamie Foxx is because I see Jamie Foxx more as an actor than a singer. So him singing, I'm not saying he's had some great songs. Him singing <clears> to <throat> me was odd, but it worked. He made it work, and it works for him. But I don't see him as a singer. For me, he's a great actor. He sings. Makes bread off of it, but I feel like that's a side thing for me. It's, like, it's, it's not amazing. How much talent that man I'm has. I'm not saying he sucks, B. Him? I'm saying. Do you know the octaves that I'm actually hit? <laughs> I'm not. It's crazy. That's who, that's who I would drop because. His talent alone. The reason why I said is because the other singers came up through music. Based on talent, right? I think there's three of the most talented people on this planet, right? If I'm talking about diverse talent, mm-hmm. Child is Gambino. Okay. Right. I see why you say that. Actor, writer, yes, yes. singer, yeah, rapper. He, yeah. He's t- very talented. And 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 yo, he's to me, he's one of the most talented people like on earth. Like yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Crazy, like crazy talented. Oh. And I could even say Drake is in that conversation. That's one of the talented people on this. No, but we're talking. What we talked about before. No, I'm talking about triple threat. Just like somebody who can just. I'm talking about talented. This is a little a little segue from my book. Yeah, from what you were saying, based on what JP was saying. I think the three most talented people on this planet in terms people of People like, forget that Drake used to act. act yo. Yeah, people do forget that. Yo. People do forget t- that. Yo, these three people to me are so talented that they that like Charles Gabino has like what? Like like I used I slept on him. I didn't I care did much too. about him. I did too. But I, I realized that yo, he can really spit bars and he got vocals and on top of that, he's a good actor. He's creative. He's a creative, he's a very creative person. I'm talking about in terms of, I'm not talking about musically, the most yeah. creative person, because I think that's Kanye West. But like, just like as somebody who is just purely talented, Jamie Foxx is just up there, man. Yeah. In this past comedy, comedy you said acting. That's what I'm saying. Comedy. That's what I'm saying, bro. You, I, I came up through him through the acting and the comedy. For me, singing was a thing that I didn't see. Like I said, he has some great songs and he he, he has vocals. But if out of the out of the four you had, definitely the other three came up through music. Who That's you? All they did. Who are you dropping? I'm dropping Trey songs, man. I'm sorry. Same. Same. Oh my goodness. He's Same. good. Same. Don't get me wrong. I lo- I I listen to Trey songs. I have a different perspective on him. No, no, I know why you said Trey songs. But look, JB, why do you say Trey songs? Because Trey songs ha- has vocal. Like he, he, he does can... have vocals. I'm not gonna ah. lie and say he. But in comparison mm-hmm. to the other three vocally, you can't touch Chris Brown. No, he can't touch. He Chris can't Brown. touch Usher. I don't know. He Jimmy Fox man. 
Jamie Foxx is on another level. When I tell you <laughs> some of the some of the So is the, Jamie Foxx your favorite out of the four? In terms of singing S- sound, and his yeah. voice. Yeah, sound. It's hard. It, it's between him and Usher. Okay. Really. What? For the notes that they can hit. Wow. And him and Usher. That's... Yes. I know Usher was gonna be one of the two. I thought you were gonna say Chris Brown. No, Chris Usher, Brown is but... there. Chris Brown to okay, so right, what's your score? Mine's definitely Trey Song. I know, I know. I and the reason why I say Trey Songs, the reason why I say Trey Songs, right, is strictly because I watched him live. And I was so ah, disappointed okay. at this clown singing, okay, bro. Okay, no, no, no. Okay. You don't understand, bro. He pissed me <laughs> no, off, bro. I see why. Okay, okay, he, he pissed okay. me Yo, I wasted my bread watching this dude, bro. Trey Songs, man. This man literally. Like, his voice was so trash. And I don't know sometimes you're on a tour or whatever. Like, you're on a tour and I get... No, bro. Because I saw her live. Damn. I saw Ella May live. You know who's really good at performing live? The weekend. Yes. Oh, yes. my yes. Yo. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. I believe, I believe. Phenomenal. I believe. He doesn't need you, no... Tune, like, he's you good. Don't need, oh, that, you, that's you, good. You, you know who I respect for? Her? Live? Her voice is amazing live. Like, if you want to watch somebody live and not waste your bread, her live is... We went. Her live is amazing. Ella May, before everybody was even, like, listening to Boot Up, bro, I been had her EP on the DJ Mustard, bro. Dude, when I, I went because I heard her songs. When I saw her live, bro, Ella May is such a force. She sounds just like how she sounds. That's on her, on her, good. Yo, Ella May, yo... Because it makes you even a bigger, like, fan of the musicians, mm, like, yeah. work when you oh, yeah. hear them like Yo, Ella When I heard The weekend. No one's touching and how her, you hit bro. those notes in person, live in person, I'm like, okay. R&B-wise, yo, to me, Ella May and her stand above. Like, I don't want to hear nobody else, bro, unless I see them live. Trey Song's live was so... <laughs> when he did I Can't Help But Wait, I was like, yo, what is this? Like, his voice is cracking, cracking and he's like, seeing is believing. I was like, oh! This is terrible. <laughs> and like this loser, this I'm so I, and again, you know how much I'm a fan Trey Songs. But like yo, yeah, this clown, really coming for this guy. No, this, bro, this you know what Trey Songs this clown after got Trigger that. is the one of the most disappointing off the cliff artists I've ever seen, bro. Trigger's his last greatest album. Bro. My opinion too. But it was like That's a fact. He's like this dude takes off his shirt. Why? Does like the trigger thing, the sign. And then that's it. And I'm like, and I'm like, yo, this dude is really garbage, bro. And 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 Chris Brown, his voice was even that good live either, Ooh. right? Oh yeah, he thinks he's slick. He just has himself playing in the background. What one thing about Chris Brown but he though? Can he's a performer. Yes, I heard. And that's that. why I, I gave. That's why yeah. for me, live, I will watch Chris Brown many times because as a performer, he's, he's amazing. You get your money's worth. Another person who sounds better. In person than in music, right? That people sleep on Party Next Door sounds oh, way really? better in person uh, than he does. Because oh, wow. okay. Party Next Door has real vocals. Like he can mm. really sing. Okay. Like I'm talking about that classic R and B voice. He has it. Mm. He just he just does the auto tune thing. But mm. Party was really nice live when I watched him. Like what's good, curious, was so fire live. I was like, man, this dude is a force. Okay. But. I, I can't Trey Songz nah man he's, he's I know why you I can't blame you I life, can't blame life, you man he's a disappointing you two got a new album out bro I like one song on the album I like not even his album bro I don't listen to Trey Songz but he's but I just no don't good. I don't yeah he's no good bro yeah, he I is. listen to any Trey, uh, any Chris Brown song that comes out if Usher was to make a song right now I'll listen to yeah. it 
I mean, Chris Brown's last two albums, I, I liked a lot. Yeah. No, yeah, they were great. That's what I'm I, saying. Anything he he brings out, out like he put the last royalty was the album that yeah, he had. Royalty was terrible to me. But. It was like Indigo? fifty songs. No, no, One of them albums was like fifty. Heartbreak songs. on a full moon was fire. <laughs> no, but it was good. No, funny. No, yeah, yeah. Carl was trash. I was trashing it though, and I was. I was like, yo, this album is mad long. Like, I mean, yeah, it was long. It was. I remember. Was I was. I looked at the fifty songs, and I was talking <laughs> trash in the group chat. I was like, yo, this is gonna be fifty songs of based on my. I hated royalty. I was like, fifty songs of crap, right? And I remember just driving through night, listening to. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and I kept hearing song after song. And I was yeah, like, it was good. "I was like, this is Chris Brown's." Album. Good, I was like, "Yo, this I was is fire." Too. I was surprised too. Yo, yo, heartbreak. Yeah, I might listen to that later because that that album was really yeah, dope. Was and Indigo, Indigo, was Indigo was fire too. too. I loved Indigo, Indigo too. was fire too. You yeah, know, um, but Trey songs got to go because yeah. bro, like, out of those four, because talent wise, because I I've I heard. And I'm not a singer, so I'm not the ultimate arch and you know, person. This is my opinion. But when I heard uh Chris Brown mimic Trey Songs in the studio, oh there's man, a video of it? I there's a video that. of it on YouTube. This dude sounded just like Trey Songs. I was like, yo, this dude Chris Brown is so talented. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've never heard Trey Songs try to sound like anybody else, but when I heard Chris Brown mimic other R and B singers and he sounded like them. So I'm just like, Chris Brown is... That's talent. That's yeah, talent. And that's what Jamie Foxx can do, too. And that's what Jamie Foxx can do, I've never too. heard Jamie Foxx do that, actually. Oh, yeah. He can mimic anybody. He can mimic anybody. Uh, anybody. That's he's good at mimicking, like, even people. Yeah, yeah, He's amazing in their mannerisms. Like, he's... Uh, like, he... Though, the way he mimics LeBron is so funny, bro. Like, he does it, like, perfectly. You, you have to... Watch. Jamie Foxx is one of the most talented human beings on this planet. But you know what? They, they compared Chris Brown at one point to Michael Jackson. Yes, they did. Performing that's, wise. No, that's who, I didn't like that. No, no, that's who like a lot of people see him as. Like he was on um, his generation. Yeah, like Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. I mean, yeah. I'm like, I mean, I see it. Michael Jackson to me vocally isn't the greatest of all time, right? I think Ooh. it's because I mean people don't like that, but I'm I'm just gonna say like how I feel it. Like come on, like. I don't see Michael Jackson hitting the same notes as he R. Kelly, and I, I and I and I know how I feel about R. Kelly, but R. Kelly Usher, they got they got they vocals. Got I don't think Michael Jackson. I think the the package, the package. of performing iconic songs, and let's be real, the Michael Jackson has has some of the greatest writers and producers yes, of all time in his corner. You know what I'm yes, saying? That's true. You know, um, to back songs. him up. But another person people sleep on it just reminded me of. Um, Justin Timberlake too. Yes, definitely. Oh yeah, like his catalog. But that's because Justin Timberlake. Remember, without Timberlake, we made that album without Timberlake trash. But when he has Timberlake yeah. backing it up, it makes a big difference. That's kind of what I'm saying about Michael Jackson. I'm not saying it's kind of like the Jordan debate. I'm not saying like Michael Jackson would is a trash singer, but I think that production style and those people writing those yeah. songs for him definitely put him in like to godly legendary tier of like entertainers. Yeah, MJ has oh, a yeah. strong you know? team. It's a team. Very strong, like, successful team. team, He he really has. Um, But that being said, so wait, but all right, (laughs) let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back a little bit. We know, obviously, the top two are Usher and Chris Brown. Who do you choose? Between Usher and Chris Brown. Brown. That's hard. That's hard. hard. My pick is going to be... I have to say Chris. It's going to have to Chris Brown. You know why? No, no, no. I'll tell you why. I'll explain why. It's not vocals. It's music. Yes, I agree. I, I, I should got classics. Yes. Yo, 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 yo. Yes. Chris Brown doesn't have one album that can compare to Confessions. That's a fact. He doesn't have one body of work that can compare to Confessions. That's a fact. I don't That's care fact. what you tell me. 
Yeah. But <laughs> when I talk about someone who can dominate, like if you need a hook, <laughs> you need a song that's gonna be popping. I want that Chris Brown vocal. That's a fact. Yo, think about, yo, no guidance was so fire, bro. I don't know. I don't know if it was Drake that made it fire or Chris <laughs> Brown. That, they, that, them two together on that track was so, like, Chris, so, so, like, amazing. It should have been more amazing than it was already. Uh, Chris Brown remixed his own song, No BS. Yo. Bro, it was amazing. It was it was amazing. I gotta go with Usher, man. And I don't argue it. But here's the thing. Brown, Chris Brown is, is from our generation, so we relate to him. Usher is kind of us. We grew Usher's up on more Usher. our generation. Yeah, we grew up. So? Yeah. Usher and Chris Brown is our generation. We yeah, grew up on them. Yeah, Chris Brown is like the, a little younger. Yeah, but we're about the a same. Little bit. We're about the same age as Chris Brown. That's what I, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we, we see ourselves I, in them a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I guess I choose Usher no, just no, but because. But I understand why you choose Usher. though. I can't blame you. I, really I just like you. like that's hard. That's hard. Usher is Usher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Usher, Usher. Usher is Usher. a good performer The only thing that the only edge I see Chris Brown having over Usher is that Chris Brown can spit some bars. <laughs> he, he can rap. He can he can spit a bar so too. Helps, so that, that kind of helps. helps him like in in terms of but variety. Let's, but let's be honest though. But, when we were young, dude, on the MySpace pages, and they had like the music playing. Everyone was playing with with you, with Chris Brown. Yes, they were. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, everybody yeah. our age was yo Chris. Yo, Chris Brown was the man when we were younger. And when Chris Brown, like, when you, and that's for me, like, when I go back and I don't realize how much Chris Brown really dominated, like, all of oh, high yeah. school and college. Chris Brown got like. The songs, like... He got so many songs. The yeah, songs, so many like... classics. Like, Look At Me Now. Like, you know, those songs, kiss, like... Kiss, 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 kiss with kiss, 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 Oh, man. 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 Yo, come on, bro. Chris. Breezy. And the thing is, it pains me to say, because I wasn't always the biggest Breezy fan, but there was a time in my life, and mentally, I was like, yo, Chris Brown's a four. Can't. <laughs> Even though I hate royalty, and I hated, I think... Yeah, I hated right. a couple of his albums. I'm not going to lie. I did not like a couple of his albums. But... I was like, those singles are so fire. The singles, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yo, I can't deny him. He's he's a force. Because I think my issue with Chris Brown was I always just wanted a genuine, like, trap soul type just like... He doesn't, like, have he doesn't do that. He does, he doesn't, and I had to he realize do he just doesn't do that. Like He, like, he does Usher, the party he songs, you, like, you know? There yes. you go. Like, as an artist, I think Usher's better. Like, yes. artistry. Like, just write a story, like... Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. as a hit maker, Chris Brown all the way. I don't even think it's close. I, I don't even think it's close. Yeah. That's fair. That's that's a fair. Yeah, that's fair. But but I agree with, with your point. I agree with you. With yeah, your I, pick, I think that if you pick Usher, I don't think you're crazy. I, I really don't. I think it's a great pick. Like you can't go wrong. If you had to tell me if, <laughs> if I had to be Chris <laughs> Brown or Usher, I'm like yeah. For me, if Chris, if Chris, if Chris Brown was the same age as Usher, I'd probably go with Usher. That's yeah. Fair. I mean, yeah, that was. Yeah. Who do you think in the new school of singers, right? Okay, how about this? Who is your fe- favorite female artist right now? Like, uh, as, like, singer. That's hard. You talking about rap or you talking about singer, R&B? Singer, singer, singer. Okay, okay. I forget the female rappers, man. I mean, I got a couple that I think is fire, but, that's like... There's only so much I, I really, I'm not... Rap about her honestly, for, for I, I'm kind of behind. I'm not that hip. So, I don't know. Maybe you guys give me some, and then I, I can say, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I oh, choose her, too. I already gave my bias. Okay, okay. Opinion. What about you? <laughs> like, that's hard, bro. She's screaming Alicia Keys in the corner. <laughs> Alicia Keys is great, but Alicia Keys, like, she can sing, but... I to mean, me, she's like John music, Legend. You know who music. people sleep on, too, and that's coming up? Georgia Smith. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Listen. Listen to him. Listen to him. Listen to him. He's good. Toby's good, too. 
No, yeah, like he sounds silly, baby. but he's a he's a good artist too. You should okay. listen to. Him. But female singer, but we, I don't know. We could come back to that though. Yeah, we, yeah, I'm not female singer. I can't tell you right now if I'm being honest. Like my boy Marvin, he hates his listening to R and B females. I don't know why. He's why? just he said he doesn't want to hear them sing about that. <laughs> it's usually depressing shit. <laughs> oh, really? You think so? <laughs> I feel like it is. Well, I mean, it's yeah, always I mean, about heartbreak. I mean, I, I mean, Carl and Kathy has said time and time again that Janae Aiko sings her best Ooh. when she's depressed, which I think is Ooh. terrible. Yeah, actually, that's a good one. Janae and Summer Walker. Summer Walker is good too. Mm. I know you. I, know. I got a. I don't know when I look at her. Exactly. I just get a I bad remember, feeling. I don't know what it is. With Summer Walker, I don't know why she just crawled my I remember, skin. I, remember, I don't I get it. When, I remember the album first came out. I was like, yo, you should listen to it. You're like, yo, it's good, but when I'm bitching, when I see it, yeah, it just like, throws me off. I'm like, like, no. It, it's same. I can't lie. High keys. I'm just like, yo, when she be saying the song, she be singing. I'm like, eh, whatever, man. <laughs> For me, it's whatever. But I think Janae Echo definitely molded this generation of singers because they sing just like they sing about the same things as her. Like my opinion, though. But all right, that's a wrap, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that was good. All right, um, thank you for listening to the JP and Call podcast um, with our guest Max. Yes, fellas, it was great coming on. You know, down the road, I'm down to do another episode, depending on what it is. We can get. I mean, I feel like the three of us can talk about more serious things and push a little bit but I, I want to see how you guys grow that's, right, that's, 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 that's fair that's fair, fair. we're fair. definitely open to that so yeah yeah I'm down for that let's do that it was good it was a great it was, great it was great having you uh, we, oh, we've worked together in the past yeah. many times so like <laughs> so, yeah. I think that it just definitely helped like with the vibe it was a good vibe yeah, um, yeah. Definitely more more opinions helps the conversation. Yeah, it helps the conversation. I would definitely want to get our ladies in the room next. Oh, most definitely. Something like that. A female episode with the fiance would be good in my opinion. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. (laughs) I'm just saying. Like a versus battle. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, thank you guys for um, tuning in. Uh, More content to come soon. And um, that's a wrap. All right. Peace.